Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. Frankie's over there turning up. He knows what it is. Oh, yeah. It's the Real Movies Podcast. I've been wanting to do this one. I've seen movies. (laughs) You've had time to watch movies this time, Uh Frankie? Well, it's been a long time since we've been together again, gentlemen. Yeah. uh, It makes me sad, but... Your last episode turned out way better than I thought it would. The one with me and Barry? Yeah. Yeah. Quality-wise, not content-wise. I knew content would be Content-wise, we knew it would be A+. I appreciate you saying that. I was actually pretty proud of that, because we literally on my iPhone in the car with the AC going. The car was so hot. It was last Sunday. It did bug the crap out of me, though, because your AC's got a click. Yeah. And I was like, is that my car? So I'd pause it and be like, it must be in the recording. (laughs) Definitely Ben's car. It's my crappy old car. It like legit sounds like the same place where my click is. Sound like where it was coming from yours. <laughs> so it was driving me nuts the whole episode. Yeah, that uh, I, I, I didn't notice it until about halfway through, and the rest of it that was all I could hear. Yep. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I wish I'd caught it. <laughs> but uh, regardless, go uh, if you've seen uh, the movie It Comes at Night. I highly recommend checking out the uh, last episode uh, of this podcast that my friend Barry Rowan uh, joined me for that movie, and then we talked about it. In a hot car outside of the Regal Wilder The Stadium first of 14. many, the real shorts. Real shorts. I like yeah, it. Yeah, let's hope so. I thought about doing one last night, but I went to Transformers by myself. I saw Transformers, Frankie. That's a Transformer. Uh, I was. Oh my God. <laughs> I was waiting you just for. Just tell me you had a Wahlberg while you were watching that. <laughs> well, I'm going to be so how, mad at you. How was it? It was, it was, it was terrible. Oh man. It was so bad. And I, like, I, I felt like I knew what I was getting into. I was like, okay, this movie's going to be awful. But I want to see it regardless, just because it's Transformers. I've seen all the rest. You got to be part of the conversation. Yeah, I need to know one thing, and it is spoilers. So, yes, one, two, three, four, five. Is Shia LaBeouf in it? His photograph is really ah. yes. That's uh, actually it's it's very interesting how his involvement in the franchise is actually handled in this movie. I legit hope that like they didn't even ask his permission, just like straight up <laughs> paparazzi him. Picture, yeah. like, hey, Shy. Okay, I haven't seen the last one. Is he mentioned at all in the last one? I don't think he is. The fourth the one, one, no. Yeah. Not to my knowledge. I don't remember. But the fourth For one is For as much as like terrible. we need to say Transformers to talk like Mark Wahlberg. We've never seen I've literally yeah. never seen the movie. But it was just like, oh my gosh. Anthony Hopkins was in this somehow, some way. Uh, and he was probably honestly he's, he might be the best thing that's ever happened to the Transformers movies. Like, okay, he's he's great. Uh, his character is interesting, and um, <laughs> but the and I know people don't go to the Transformers movies to get you know stories or whatever, but for they don't go to the Transformers movie for a good movie, <laughs> right? Exactly. It's like you don't go to have you know a lot of people don't do it because they need a good story. It's like I, I feel like watching a good. Strong, you know, narrative, and you're like, I don't you know, Transformers isn't your first pick. I want to see so, explosions, right? Um, so yeah, no, this this movie, like, even in that, even with that in mind, it's like there is so much boneheaded logic, <laughs> even for the world of that the movie has established. That's great. That it can't even pass for storytelling. <laughs> like, I don't know how somebody grown grown, I assume grown men wrote a two and a half hour script for this. <laughs> It's awful. It is so, so terrible. I, well, they did those commercials with the little kids, but it was Optimus Prime's voice. Really? And maybe those little kids wrote it. Maybe they did. Yeah, did you not see any of them? <laughs> uh, actually, there were, if it, 
there are like three or four kids at the very beginning that like break into the uh, uh oh no this was like promos like from zone. a few months ago for the movie and it was mm-hmm. little kids talking about the movie and you know they're like yeah i really like transformers because like optimus prime is he's like he's like a truck and like mm-hmm. but but he's also a robot yeah and um he's like he's just really cool guy and I wish I could be his friend, you know, but then they voiced overed it with Optimus Prime's voice, kind of like the uh, Gummy Bear commercial. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Peter Cullen is great. Like, he, like when he goes, I know he's, he's getting up there in age, too, so I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, they, they will literally have to quit doing Transformers anything and everything the day that he does. Yeah. And Because uh, nobody else can do that voice. Optimus Prime. Well, there you go. That's Maybe terrible. Frank, yeah. <laughs> ah, I didn't say it was good at stuff. But no, for so for Transformers, what is it called? The Last Night, I think it's yeah, called. Yeah, I think I think it was Michael Bay's audition tape to make like a King Arthur movie or to make like a. Uh, well, he literally. This is literally a King Arthur movie. So I mean, <laughs> he basically kind of. How do Transformers work in medieval times? Exactly. So so I saw a tweet today that was like Transformers Five, where Nazis and uh, dinner on a submarine. And King Arthur and explosions all roll into, are all mashed into one movie and, and product placement are all mashed into one movie. Yes. Um, it's like the only movie in history that can claim all that stuff. And like, yeah, it's just so, and, and it's funny because I think at a, there's a point toward about maybe two thirds of the way through, maybe about halfway through where a, a, some semblance of a plot actually catches. <laughs> And you kind and you kind of start to follow this arc of probably from about the halfway point on, and but everything prior to that is just it's awful. But uh, like I said, about halfway through, it catches a story where like you know. Uh, so at the end of the fourth one, I know you didn't see it, Frankie. See and spoilers for those who haven't seen Age I, of Extinction, yeah. but you know, I mean you're not missing. Much. Go for it, man. I don't um, care at all. So Optimus leaves Earth at the end of the fourth one to go back to Cybertron to. Supposedly, I guess he's gonna kill his makers or something. He's gonna go get revenge on somebody. And so, the movie kind of, that's where he is at the beginning. He's floating in space to Cybertron. And he eventually gets there. And when he gets there, he, uh, ends up meeting, there's like some, uh, woman transformer that's like their overlord or something. I, I don't remember her name. Like that's how terrible and stupid <laughs> this movie is. I don't remember characters names. Um, and so she basically takes, that's what the commercials have been where he's like mind controlled. Yeah. So she like does something to him to like control his mind and make okay. him serve her. And so the whole gist is that, he, uh, there's a staff on earth that was given to Merlin. Like there <laughs> were transformers that came down in like the fifth century what do they transform into? Horses? They were like giant knights. They look like giant, like samurai uh, you're right. knights. Michael and, Bay just wanted to put knights in a movie. Right. And so, like, they gave, basically, Merlin was the first, you know, person to, where the Transformers would come and, like, interact with. And so, they're like, you know, everybody, uh, you know, throughout the course of human history has called this magic, but it's actually been alien power that the transformers have brought i hate it and so yeah exactly so (laughs) it's so stupid and i'm struggling to get through this but the but the gist of the plot that happens about halfway through the movie is that uh this staff that was given to merlin is like the only thing that can save cybertron from totally dying (laughs) and so bless you daniel 
goodness gracious. Thank you. And um, bless you again. <laughs> oh, preemptive bless you. <laughs> this movie's nothing to sneeze at, Dan. Whoa. Um. So basically, what you're telling me, as I interject your sentence, <laughs> I should just quit trying to explain it. Is uh, Michael J. Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox in it. I'm in. Wish Michael J. Fox. I'm tried in. to star in King Arthur. No, Michael Bay. Michael tried, Bay tried to direct King. Tried Arthur. to direct King Arthur, and they're like, "Yeah, it's not really. We don't think you're right for it." And yeah. He's like, "You know what? Sony, give it to Universal. Ritchie. I guess yeah, Universal." It was Warner Brothers that did the one earlier this year with Guy Ritchie. Is that the one you're thinking of? No, Transformers, Universal. There Paramount. was a King Arthur movie though. Paramount. Yeah, Paramount. Paramount. Universal has Paramount still uh, does things. Ride. Theme park. Yeah. Yeah, Universal also has the Marvel. Meeting exclusive theme parks. park too. And Harry Potter. Yeah, you know how much they pay for that Marvel section? Ooh. They pay a lot for the Harry Potter section, too. Not envious of them. Wait, they still have the Marvel section at Universal? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, they Universal just rebuilt have the, the rights Hulk for... Oh. They've got theme park rights, I think, for, like, all that stuff. Harry Potter, okay. yeah. But, uh, so he called up Universal, and he's like, hey, fifth Transformers, we're doing it. And they're like, oh, all right, sure. How much you need? Uh, I mean, and this one got a lot of funding from a production company out of China. Doesn't surprise me at all. Nope. I think we're going to see that more and more. Yeah. Uh, it's started, been starting the past couple of years, and that and Kickstarter. Yeah, <laughs> that was Kickstarter fifth Transformers movie. Said nobody ever. Um, I'm doing it tomorrow. But yeah, so the sixth Transformer movie. Kickstarter. So Frankie, to finish my point though, uh, the staff that was given to Merlin is the only that has you know the power to save Cybertron from dying, uh. and so. The, 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 the woman transformer sends Optimus down to go, you know, retrieve it. While, while at the same time, Cybertron is like hurtling towards Earth so that they can like join and like absorb it. each other. Because apparently this is the other twist that Earth is not actually Earth. The entire planet Earth is also another Transformers planet. No. Called Unicron. No. So we are living on Unicron. I know Unicron. And apparently Cybertron and Unicron are both living things, and they're mortal enemies. true. So, does this movie have, like, a Megan Fox-type character? Because I didn't see that. I mean, kind of. It doesn't really... That was one thing I did kind of appreciate about this one, is that it seems to be the most... They're the least, like, sort of fetishistic about the way it portrays women. Hmm. Um, The one... uh, I guess the woman who's supposed to be the romantic interest is named Laura Haddock. Um, and she plays a, um, her name is Vivian, I believe. And she plays a Harvard, uh, university professor, uh, of like history and iconography and stuff. And okay. uh, it's kind of unclear, but she's like, they make jokes in the movie about how accomplished she is and stuff. And, um, that's kind of strange. It's like, let's make fun of the accomplished woman. Um, so <laughs> Isn't I guess that funny? That, she's but, got a college degree, but I mean, there's not really, a whole lot of, like, I was telling somebody yeah. the other day, it's like, you know, when you watch, like, Megan and Fox. she got her doctorate. Right. Slap, when you watch, slap knee. When you watch Megan Fox and Rosie Huntington Whiteley in the early, earlier movies, it's like, it's, it's a Victoria's Secret shoot. It's, you know. Michael Bay used to shoot Playboy movies. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah he so. did. Um, but you just kind of feel. Gross. I mean, as a man, it's like. from the bottom. It's like, you know, you're, you're like a, you know, as a teenage boy, especially when the first couple of movies yeah, came first out, one it's one like, ooh, like, yeah, I like this, I but like now, but then in hindsight, it's like, ugh. This is skeevy. Like, I feel weird watching this. And, uh, yeah, in this, there wasn't, you know, she's not prancing around in a underwear or anything. Okay. Um, or, you know, she doesn't have booty shorts on. But what about Mark uh, Wahlberg? Does he get his shirt off? He does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm in. I'm in. 
And, but, you know, it's just like, there's a couple of stretches of this movie where it's like him and then Laura Haddock, who is like this beautiful, intelligent British woman, who just is like so beyond Mark Wahlberg's level of anything. You take that back. (laughs) It's just the dynamic, the, the dynamic that's created is just so awkward and it made me just despise Mark Wahlberg and the United States of America, frankly, because it has made Americans seem unintelligent compared to <laughs> Brits, and I don't know. But she was also in, you know who she was? was Peter Quill's mom. Really? In uh, The Guardians of the Galaxy. Both of them. Brandy? Is that her name? No, her name's not actually Brandy. Oh. Know. That was just their think. song. That was just their song. Yeah. I don't know her actual name. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh-huh. That's, I mean. God. Well, you watched that movie. I'm... <laughs> it was, it was, and it wasn't even fun to watch. Like, even the action scenes weren't even fun to watch. It, it was didn't like, look good because that thing was shot in 3D. I didn't watch it in 3D, oh, okay. but it was, I mean, no, it's not that it didn't look good. It was just like, there was no soul to it whatsoever. Mm. And I say, you know, that it might be the most narratively focused of the Transformers movies because it's the only one I can recall actually see you know hearing or seeing you know there's an objective a clear objective with an outcome and they're like let's and ever on all the characters are building to that outcome after a certain point in the movie and so that's clear at least you know like i said about halfway through the through uh the last night and but i mean beyond that it was totally soulless, man. I mean, like the 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 dialogue's not great, the performance is not great, the action really isn't there. Honestly, there wasn't a ton of action really that's literally There's, how the last three girlfriends frankie had described them yeah no not a ton of action um, dialogue was weak thing, dialogue thing, was all dialogue third third act was a little rough but beyond that <laughs> but didn't fetishize women at all there we go i'll take um it. i don't know i feel weird talking about all that but well you saw I mean, it and it's okay I d- yeah i did but um you made it you're here now I just, I remember walking out and I was like, wow, that was only two and a half hours, probably the shortest of all the movies, and still, I feel like I'd been on vacation for a week. <laughs> like, I emerged from that theater thinking I'd been just in a cave. You think Michael or, Bay's gonna do another one? He said he's done. I think he's done, but they definitely are doing more movies. It's not the last movie. Okay. Uh, they got the Bumblebee spinoff coming about that. next year from one of the directors of Kubo and the Two Strings, I believe. Okay. And then, I think there are at least two more Transformers proper movies, six and seven, hmm. from what I've seen on IMDb, which is an utter travesty against cinema. And speaking of travesties against cinema, Frankie, a uh, headline I saw literally before I came over here that just has riled me up to the point where I just want to kind of punch a wall is that, uh, who is this? Hollywood Reporter, I believe. Um, I just retweeted it. Um, oh no, I saw it on Slash Film and, um, Warner Brothers apparently wants to avoid working with auteur directors who want final cut from now on. Really? Uh, that's not, that's not good. With apparently with the exceptions of, uh, Chris Nolan and Clint Eastwood. Um, I mean, that's understandable, but it seems to be, I guess they got a new president and the, the guy that's running things at Warner Brothers Pictures now is Toby Emmerich who, was running things at New Line Cinema, which is a subsidiary of Time Warner, which is also the parent company that owns Warner Brothers Pictures. Um, <laughs> and New Line, I mean, New Line hasn't, New Line's not all that great. I mean, they don't, they make things like Fist Fight and 
I guess The Conjuring and I mean they kind of make like genre movies. Okay. Um they don't, you know, they're not the go-to distributor for Oscar bait, you know. Um So it's like, you know, you bring the guy in that's been making mid-tier, mid to low-tier movies for the last decade or however long. And then he comes in and makes a decision like this like right off the bat. It's like, dude, <laughs> what are we doing? It's like the first day in prison. You got to punch the biggest guy in the yard. <laughs> Make it move. Jesus. What are we, are, are audiences the biggest guy in the yard? Yeah, I mean, punch good in the God. Face. This, this just, I mean, this That's instantly saying, you know. So for the uninformed, so when you say they don't have final cuts, so basically you're just getting a director for hire and the studio gets to do the edits. Exactly. So basically, yeah, they want, they don't want to work with, you know, directors who want creative Full creative control. I mean, I'm sure you're going to get to it, but the whole Phil Lord and Han Solo situation. Yeah, I'll get to that, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of similar. It's very it similar. It all kind of, see how things blend together yeah, this exactly. week? It's kind of a strange week and uh. We're in, running into Hollywood. that a lot. I mean, the Josh Tranks, we're getting all these things where. <laughs> yeah. The film studios are, they want Final Cut, but the director's like, this is my vision. Right. Exactly. And so, like, they're gonna, I think they're gonna start, uh, what did it say? I think it said something about, uh, they want to scale back uh, they're downsizing budgets and exerting tighter controls on non-tentpole movies, okay. is what they said. Um, so people that want to just kind of make their own thing and get distribution through Warner Brothers are going to have a harder time even than they already did before. And it was already pretty tough. Um, excuse me. And uh, basically, all they're going to be interested in is DC, uh, Harry Potter, and Lego uh, movies. And then everything else is going to kind of... Well, Harry Potter and Lego make some money. And DC kind of did with Wonder Woman. Um, but yeah, it just... That's where you're going to limit yourself. It's not a bad place to limit yourself. But I mean, like... Yeah, I, I guess. But I mean... Now I don't really want to see any of the Godzilla movies that are coming. And like... Mm, but they I'm concerned about Kong. Dunkirk. I know, King Kong was so good. Wait, you said you're concerned about Dunkirk or I'm, not? No, I'm, well, I mean, I think Dunkirk is probably, has got to be done by now. Yeah. Um, so I think that one, and it's Chris Nolan who's one, one of the guys that they're going to. I'm let excited slide. for Dunkirk. It looks interesting. Um, yeah, I am too, but, um, I mean, for these big movies that they've got coming down the pipe in the next five to seven years, mm. I just don't know. Like, they got, they got a guy named Adam Wingard to do. I've talked about him before. Um, yeah. He's doing... Because uh, Mike Do- Mike Doherty is doing the Godzilla sequel. I think Adam Wingard is doing Godzilla vs. King Kong. Mm. Adam uh, Wingard, he did, like, It Follows, right? No, he, he did... did uh, well, he did Guest. Your, yeah, the Visitor. Yes, yeah, well, The Guest, and he did Your Next, Yeah. and the Blair Witch movie uh, okay. that came out last year. Um, so, I mean, I like him. I like the... I like Adam Wingard, the movies he's done. Um, and I'm interested to see, I, prior to this, today, I was interested in, you know, being like, oh man, you gotta, this is gonna be awesome. I'd be interested to see what he would do with the world that's been established for Godzilla and King Kong. But now it's like, you know, he's a guy who I would like to see have, you know, if he had full creative control, it would probably be a really neat thing. And now that, you got your studio mandate, you know, all this studio mandated involvement. I don't know. It just kind of makes me sad for what it might be. I don't know. I'm probably, I, I'm sure I'm overthinking this. Um, I don't know. But Any- it just makes me sad to see, you know, 
artists have their stuff tampered with. But I mean, I've always felt that way. Well, yeah, anything but, by committee doesn't necessarily... I mean, sometimes things about committee work, and it's awesome, but mm-hmm. especially anything creative, it just doesn't... It rubs me the wrong way as well. It's yeah. just kind of weird. Who knows? I hope it's great. I I'm I think I'm you know I'm gonna see these things regardless just because I like you know being part of the conversation. But I, gosh, I got so riled up. I saw this and I was like, well, I guess I'm just gonna be done with mainstream movies for a while. I'll just go watch. I need to go sit and watch all these Criterion collections. <laughs> I just need to lock myself in a room and watch nothing but Criterion movies for the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad day. It wouldn't be a bad. Wouldn't be a bad life, really. Uh, gosh, yeah. Franchises dominate. Mid-budget movies disappear. Uh, It's gonna be rough going. But yeah, that kind of, as you were saying, sort of leads into the discussion about what happened with Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Yep. Uh, who were? It's crazy. Yeah, they were. They were set to. You know, they were on board for this Han Solo spinoff movie that Mm -hmm. Disney's doing, and uh, you know, they got the cast and everything. They've got. Alden Ehrenreich playing Han Solo. They got Amelia Clark in it. They got Peter Mayhew back for Chewbacca. They, or no, they didn't. They got some Australian basketball player, I think. Yeah, they got his. He they got was, a younger guy. Yeah, he was in Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, but Screw he's Peter Mayhew. He's still doing. I think Peter Mayhew said he was done. Right? I think he retired after. It's possible. He may only wait till the the proper ones. But. He did the scenes in uh, Last Jedi where Chewbacca does. Okay. <laughs> That's oh, it. Okay. You don't know that, um, but no, yeah, what you're saying because this is a, this is unprecedented. I've never heard. No, of this is tr- like this is truly unprecedented. This is they they literally they had three weeks of shooting left. Yeah, and uh, the movie is was up to this point due out in February of 2018. I thought it was May 25th. No, I think it was February. Oh, uh, I don't know. I could be wrong because I think there's something else coming out in May. Uh, let me let me let Doctor me check. Strange too. Infinity War might come out in May. Yeah. Yeah, and I can't remember if they were going to... Oh, no, you're right, May 25th. Okay. Uh, I thought it was February. Woody Harrelson's in this? I forgot. Um, Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. We've been making a big uh, row about Michael Kenneth Williams. Good cast. I mean, and yeah, they had three weeks of shooting to go, and they. Yeah. I think they got fired. It's from what, what I it heard, seems Kathleen like, yeah. Kennedy fired them. Um, and I guess, I think they wrote the script, too, did they not? Lawrence Kasdan did, who did Empire and Star. Oh, he did? Yeah. John Kasdan, Lawrence Kasdan. Okay. Um, father and son. Yeah, father and son. But still, I mean, that's... That Some doesn't happen, man. No. You hear all the time directors leaving pre-production. Yeah. Never this far. Three weeks. The movie's three or four... Three or four They've been shooting done, yeah. for forever. Yeah. yeah, since like February. Yeah. That's, so. that's what it was. That was what I saw. I thought somebody said it was... Do out in February, but they started at like the end of February. So, like Variety was reporting and hearing rumblings, who ever knows what's for real, mm-hmm. is that they've been rubbing um, Kennedy and Kasdan the wrong way, just making changes to the scripts, and they didn't like the tone of the movie. They wanted it's they were trying to make something funnier along the lines of Twenty One Drop Street. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And which that's what excited me because I really have no interest in seeing Han Solo solo movie. Right. <laughs> I know. I mean, I we got like, young Han Solo. Just watch A New Hope. Like, yeah, watch, we don't, you know, I don't... I don't really need this, but if you're going to make it kind of funny, yeah, I don't exactly want like 21 Drum Street, but if it, if there's some humor in it, we got Donald Glover, who's hilarious. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, could be on board, but they want it to be more traditional and old school. Hence, like, why they got who they got to direct it. This is yeah. totally... I'm, I'm surprised they didn't get Zemeckis or something. It's like... Yeah, they got Ron... So they got Ron Howard to finish... Yeah. The Han Solo movie in time Ooh. for next Memorial Day. Which seems weird that he'd want to put his name on something that's almost finished. 
And the the uh, curious thing is, he wanted to put his name on that paycheck. Yeah, it's true. They probably paid him a lot. <laughs> but the curious thing is, is who they're going to end up giving a final directing credit to. I would assume it's going to be Ron Howard. Yeah. Um, and I think somebody said today it's going to be up to the Directors Guild of America who ends up getting final credit uh, yeah. for direction. Um, that would. <laughs> I bet they get a special thanks at the end, and that's it. Um, uh, did what's his name get a special thanks for Ant Man? Um, he just Edgar did, Wright, da- I think Baby so. Driver. I should know this. Edgar Wright, I believe he did. Okay. I think his name was still on the script. Him and Joe Cornish. That's probably what they'll get is if they wrote. Oh no, you no. said they didn't write it. Father and son team, Cassidy's did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright still got, and Joe Cornish and Adam McKay and Paul Rudd all got screenplay credit for it. I and get it. You're Disney. You know what you're doing. You've got all these movies, but like they, that duo has only touched gold. Like everything they've done has been great. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's so weird. But no, that, that was my first thought was that, you know, their style is too irreverent for Star mm-hmm. Wars canon. Um, which is what concerned me kind of from the get go. But I was like, okay, you know, maybe they'll, I'd like to see them branch out and do something that isn't yeah. 21 Jump Street, you know? Um, but, but yeah, this is, this is, this is nuts. It's, um, yeah. And apparently they're working on the, uh, Sony's got an animated Spider-Man movie coming sometime in the next yep. two years. And they're, they're apparently behind that, which is also going to be interesting. I think they should make a Deadpool movie and then, like they'll be set for their so another rumor. I don't know why I'm so plugged in this situation because works slower. Mm. So they wanted to do. They were approached to do the Flash movie. Like, oh, we've got Star oh, Wars. That was the other crazy thing. Yeah. Did you see that too? Yeah, it was like they took. Well, they were first like way back. They were attached to the Flash movie. Yep, the solo one with Ezra Miller or whoever. But uh, apparently, this is like I saw this. It was like uh, somebody reported that they took a meeting with DC. Either while they were still on Star Wars, or immediately after they got fired, or or quit. I would I would not be surprised if they immediately um, do Flash now because they're only producing that Spider Man movie. They might be writing it too, but they're oh, not really. They're not yeah. directing it. Yeah, and, and I don't pretend to know how, what it's like to direct an animated film, but I don't think. I mean, they could do it. They've done. Uh, they did the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, mm-hmm. and they did uh, the Lego movie. So. Yeah, so I'm just saying, I think you can probably do both at the same time. Yeah. I don't know. But I would not be surprised if they go back to where they tried to kind of start and do the Flash movie, and that'd be like the number third three director because yeah, Joss Whedon. Oh, they did have Marvel. Joss Whedon, right? Uh, Patty Jenkins because she, she was something with the Thor movie, and then she did Wonder Woman. The Thor movie. Yeah, I think she was attached to do a Thor movie, and then they had a fall. She out. was on the she was on the Dark World, I think. Was I think she? she was on the second one, and then because I think I remember yeah. reading something. Where she was talking about it, mm-hmm. and then um, they gave it to Alan Taylor, who did was really only had done a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, and then she goes to DC, and then if a she's apparently him. doing the second, like the Wonder Woman two. Uh, yeah, she wasn't attached to it because they wanted to see how it was, but right. now she probably asked for a big paycheck. I'm sure, I'm sure, and um, but yeah, and uh, it was going to be for the Flash though. It was, I guess. Way when they first started, I think Lord and Miller were their first choices, mm-hmm. and then I suppose it was Joss, Joss Whedon after that, and then it was it was Robert Zemeckis. It was really really close, like he was this close. I would like that to signing on to to do the Flash movie, and then now I don't know. I guess they're getting talked to again. Um, but yeah, it was just I saw that like as soon as 
about literally five minutes after I first heard the news about Star Wars, and it was like, wow, this could not be a bigger slap in the face to Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a friend of mine was, you know, was like, oh, this is going to tank their careers, and they may never work again, and Disney's going to ruin their careers, and I, I don't know about that. I don't but... know about that. Because, I mean, Rogue One had all that trouble, too. Yeah. I think that thing was edited like crazy by committee. But who's the director of that? I always forget. Uh, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. I think he just was willing to roll with it. He's like, whatever, I'm making a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. These two, they're like, no, you hired us to make a movie. We want to make it this way. Right. Screw you. I bet they got fired. Yeah. I know. I'm sure they did. Um, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't, you don't just leave. No. Three quarters of the way through production. Yeah. Um, of your own accord. So. Yeah, and they replaced unless, them. So. Unless it's like a Fantastic Four situation and Josh Trank shows up drunk every day and ends up getting... Boy, I can't wait till we find out what really happens with all that. I would love that. Yeah, and apparently, I guess, I don't know who it was. I think Simon Kinberg or somebody ended up directing most of that movie. Uh, he's like the, He was like the main producer. Dude, 30 years from now when they make so like, a, a biofilm about that, it wins an Oscar and we get to see really oh what happens. God. Oh, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> Oh, that would be interesting, but yeah, I just that movie is so I've I've been scared to rewatch it. I saw it in the theater two and a half years ago when it came out, and I yeah, I'm <laughs> never gonna watch to that again. It. Um, I would like to though, just because I hate myself. <laughs> um, and I'm on a roll this week watching bad movies: Transformers. Uh, I'm going to see the Mummy uh, tonight, the night of this recording. I've oh I've boy, been, I've, I've been, seen that. I've been busy with work, and I was out of town, and so I didn't have time to. I haven't had time to go to the movies until this week, and so uh, The Mummy is on the schedule for tonight. I'm going at 9.50 at Wilder if you guys want to go. I've already seen that one. Uh, I'm not going to see it You're again. not going to see it again. The only reason I saw that is because uh, we got passes to the PlayStation E3 event. I know this isn't movie-related, but we had to be at a theater a certain time. Like, So we took me and my buddies from work, we just took off work that day, took a vacation day. Did yeah. you guys go to E3? We... Did a remote viewing of E3. Oh, nice! So it was the PlayStation portion in a theater. So you got to be with a bunch of PlayStation That's pretty nerds. Cool. But we're like, well, we got to be at the theater anyways. What's out? We all had seen Wonder Woman at that point. Like, I guess we could see the Mummy because at least if it's bad, we can watch it together. There was only three of us in the theater. Me and my oh, two God. other buddies. Opening weekend. Yeah, nobody there. Nobody there. <laughs> so I'm not gonna spoil the movie for you. It's just a movie. There you go. It's it's a thing that happens. It's a movie. Perfect. Just the movie. I don't think it's as bad as people say, but it's definitely not good. Well, I'm hoping it's better than Transformers because it doesn't get much worse than yeah. what I saw last night. How little I want to see it was. I looked at the movies with the free passes like you have on it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even want to buy any of these movies to get a free pass to it. <laughs> Although, yeah. I will admit, if Warcraft was on Blu-ray with the pass, I probably would have got that. But Was it not? Oh, it was At all like the monster I saw, movies. It was all I think. like uh, Warcraft had one, but I only saw it on the DVDs. Oh, really? But yeah, it was all like the classic Universal monsters. Yeah, and stuff. I got mine. I got a, a Fandango uh, voucher for like eight bucks off or something Ooh. from Ooh, high uh, the King Kong Ultimate Edition Blu-ray, mm, the Peter yeah. Jackson cut or the Peter Jackson version. Um, so yeah, and uh, I, I I wanted to watch that anyway this year, and so. Um, I bought it. I think the Blu-ray cost me like seven ninety nine, and then the ticket is like eight or eight fifty off. So good, good value. I had a uh, sad 
realization today about Table 19. What's, What's that? that? Table 19 was the Anna Kendrick movie. No, what was your realization? Oh, I know she wasn't making a joke. <laughs> um, so it just came out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm at Walmart. All the other new release Blu-rays are like in those like locked cases that you have to get them to unlock. Right. Table 19 is just out open. <laughs> I'm like, geez, they're not even worried about somebody stealing this movie. <laughs> That's how little it did. That's great. Did you buy it? I did, of course. You did? Um, Kendrick, you yeah. got it on Blu-ray? Oh, yeah. Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Wow. <laughs> have you watched it yet? I saw it in theaters. Oh, you did see it yeah. in the theater? Oh, yeah. Opening weekend. I mean, so you would say it was good because it had Anna Kendrick in it? Like if I if you, you like thought, Anna Kendrick, it's a good movie. Or, I mean, if you like... Uh, the guy from the office, or Halpert, the old lady that's in stuff. <laughs> old lady that's in stuff. Halpert's not in it. It's uh the guy who created the office. Oh, bum, bum, one of those bum. guys. I always when you kept saying office, I thought you meant Jim Halpert's in it. Yeah. And then um Craig, um, Richardson Robertson, he was in the Craig office Robinson. too. Yeah, he's in it as well. And so is Phoebe from Friends. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, and then there's a new kid. He's like the new Aziz Asari. Yeah, it was a fun little movie. I mean, it's nothing. It seems like the mummy, you know? Yeah. You're not going to immediately do a podcast right afterwards and tell everyone to go see it. It's right. just but a movie. If you like Anna Kendrick, which you well do. I do. <laughs> um, but also today, the we got uh, the official title. Reveal for the Jurassic World mm-hmm. sequel. Did you see that? I did. Jurassic World. Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh. And the ooh. and they released a teaser poster, and it's just the logo, kind of cracked, and then the tagline is "Life uh, finds a way." Yeah. June twenty second, twenty eighteen. So. Because what's his name is back in it. Oh man. It looks exactly like yeah. the poster for Chris the Pratt. teaser poster Not, from well, Jurassic Chris Pratt. World. No, no, from from the. F- First Jurassic Park and the second Jurassic Park. What's his name? Ian Malcolm. Dr. Malcolm, man. I know. Doc- Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. I can't think of the man. Listen, it's been a long day. I've been drinking some Zimas. I was thinking <laughs> the other guy. Yeah, Goldblum's back in it, man. So Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I will this is going to be awesome. So what are your guesses? He better not be evil. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, like, is it the park that just got abandoned? Or are we going Fallen to Kingdom. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? I think a remote location. That There's two islands. Remember, that's yeah. that always confused me as a kid. There's like a remote island with which also has dinosaurs. Well, I think where are the pterodactyls at? I mean, that's a good question. Were they at the remote one, or were they? They were at the, at the remote one? one, and then they're at the main one too now because they brought them for this oh, new yeah. one. But they were at the remote one. Okay, so two and three take place at the remote one. Yeah. Right. Well, did you guys see the very first image they released with the? Uh, no, I just saw a teaser posted thing. Well, there was a, I just saw what was on your phone. There was an image released from forever ago. This was like early, early this year. There's like a little girl standing in front of like this museum of like dinosaur bones. Um, and this movie's being directed by a guy named J.A. Bayona, who uh, is a Spanish filmmaker. J.A. Shout out to my boy. Who, he's, not, he's not your boy. He did uh, uh, The Impossible and um, A Monster Calls. The Impossibles? Love that movie. The Impossibles. Mr. Frieza. What? Frieza. It's the black guy in The Impossibles. The Incredibles? <laughs> yeah. He'd call oh, him. yeah. I was trying. You know what, Dan? <laughs> You've lost mic privileges. I think that <laughs> yeah. guy's name is Frozone. I'm just going to go back to editing. <laughs> yeah. 
That's like I. It's like uh, you get quiet all of a sudden over there, Dan. You're quiet for like most of the show, and then I was like, Dan, you should chime in, and then you say stuff like that, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I love you for it, though, man. The show would not exist without you. It's true. I'm uh, I come to one of these sh- shows that I'm involved with with a plan. The other two, I just come to destroy. Just come to destroy. Well, I appreciate you sabotaging uh, the real podcast. But, um, yeah, apparently, like, a week, pretty much, or a year from this weekend, I think we are getting this Jurassic World movie, and apparently The Incredibles 2 is supposed to be coming out yes. this time next year. I need to see Cars 3. See, I was just setting you up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see? There you go. I just <laughs> whipped Dan over here. I was going to topic. see Cars 3 because I got a thing from Regal yeah. about seeing Pirates, uh, Guardians 2, and Cars 3. And I thought it was going to be the free movie thing. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'll see Cars 3 if I plan on seeing the other two anyways. No free movies, just Aww. some Disney reward points. I'm Aww. like, no one wants this. I want those. Right. Give me those. Get out of here. I don't even know what they do. Dude. I got thousands. Give me them. I literally have thousands of Disney reward points. You can buy more movies with them. I, I, think, I, bu- I think I got a pop or something. Yeah. What? You can buy pop those? Yeah, you can buy pop so. those. All right. <laughs> it's I want to see Pirates, Guardians, and Cars 3 this weekend. da 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 I didn't like Pirates very much. I didn't even see. I, you didn't? I haven't even seen the last one, man. I was done after the second and third one. I'm like, these aren't good. I, yeah. yeah, I wanted to watch the others before I saw it, and that just never happened. So That Johnny Depp, man. He needs money. And they are doing the movie thing again with um, Rough Night, Baby Driver, Spider-Man, and Dark Tower. Ooh, really? Yes. Hmm. Which, once again, I plan on seeing three of them anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I saw Baby Driver. I saw it. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. I haven't even seen it yet. So, yeah, I got an early screening. Um, Tell us about it. It was with your one friend, Katie, I think. She oh, was, was she yeah, there? Yeah, oh, she was good there. friend good. of the show. Yeah. Yeah, great friend of the show. I so, Katie. So, she, it, she was heading in. It's his friend. I met her. one show. She tried. She brought us beer, and we, you know, she sure. did, she was a good, she yeah. was. I couldn't be there. She did a good job helping drive the show forward, and exactly. it, was, it was I fun. listened to that show. It was, it was good. Yeah. It was a good show. I only listen to shows when I'm not on We have it, to so. get her back on here. I'll have to talk to her. Um, She's welcome back every third Thursday. <laughs> every third Thursday. <laughs> every other Thursday between the hours of. But, uh no, so yeah, she was doing it, but I got to see the movie, and I'm telling you guys, it's really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, cinematography's great. Sound editing's good. A fun story. It's just a fun movie. It's the only movie I've watched two trailers of, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad I did. I love the second trailer where it's um he's with Jamie Fox. Yeah, and the guy's like, "What's he listen to?" He's like, "Oh, let me check." And he just goes, "Tequila." <laughs> oh, I didn't see that trailer. <laughs> that I mean, they've saved some things from trailers, which I appreciate. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is it's the only trailer this summer I feel like doesn't ruin the whole yeah. movie. Then they yeah. haven't. And just go into it like that. I'm telling. You guys and listeners, it's worth seeing. I think people should go see this movie and let Hollywood know we want to see more of these kind of movies. Yeah. I, I love me some superhero movies, big budget franchise things, but I like also movies that have some money in it but aren't tied to anything. There's not going to be, there doesn't need to be a big world attached to Baby Driver. It's just mm-hmm. fun. Edgar Wright did a great job. Good. Um, I've been trying to get the soundtrack, but I think the soundtrack, I think it officially comes out. But by the time people hear this, it will be out already. So I think it's Friday the 23rd. Okay. And if you see out. it using your Adam app at a Regal Theater, you get a free song. Oh, Do you? nice. Yes. Well, and the movie comes out uh, Wednesday, June 28th, I believe. Uh, it's true. 
so we won't be. <laughs> so I'm I won't spoil uh, anything about it, but I I highly highly suggest seeing that movie. Yeah, um, and I, I'm pretty sure it's still sitting at 100 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, with several <laughs> reviews. I don't know how many exactly, but it's got a lot. I know that they tried to play it like a month ago at the Esquire in Clifton. Yeah. And it did. I'm yeah, pretty sure. My buddy went to it. I couldn't because I had band practice and big show. He didn't want to cancel it. Yeah. I had tickets, but they couldn't get the sound to go. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah you I did think say I, was, that I don't know if I told. It yeah. Oh man, I would have been so upset. Yeah. That same buddy went with me the other night, and we so he got redemption. But, Where was it last night? Uh, Coleraine Escape. Is that oh, the one at uh, the Northgate Mall. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice theater. First time I've been there, but yeah, it's nice. Um, that was the first theater i sat in their leather recliner oh yeah chairs. nice i like i appreciate when they have leather and they go back i saw i saw transformers oh, it spoiled me yeah i went to uh it was either the rave or amc we went to newport we went to newport for wonder woman oh but there's oh, yeah, still a few guys yeah. yeah i absolutely hated every second no, of that i did too. Moment. yeah i was like Ugh. i got smudgy on my glasses and it was killing me mine were messed up yeah i must like Ten minutes and I almost went out and was like, I need new glasses with my money back. But uh no, yeah, I can't go to AMC anymore. Like I mean I will do it if the times match up and there's no other yeah. time that I can yeah. go. But I despise going to that. Oh, theater. I've been sitting on like eighty dollars to AMC <laughs> no. and gift cards. I'm just like, huh. Yeah. I love you. Can you use that on the snacks? Probably. I just go there once and just eat like a king. I need to renovate so bad. Fully against buying food at it's eighty dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get you a popcorn and a drink. <laughs> and I just think it's sad because it was once, like, once upon a time, that was, like, the, the yeah. biggest deal oh, yeah, in the Cincinnati. Crim, the creme de la. Yeah. I mean, it's the closest to get the, quote, IMAX, go to Springdale and get a better one, but if you... Kinda, yeah, yeah kind of, sort of. They're they're fairly similar, I think. Really? Yeah. So I always feel bad about GameStop David, because, like, he'd always invite us to movies and, like, I don't want to go to the levee. I don't want to go to the levee. Yeah. I think the, uh, the only, like, IMAX screen that I would definitely, like... I'd be like, yes, that is the way IMAX is supposed to be. It was at the uh, Opry Mills in Nashville. I saw. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. I saw Gravity there. You did? Did you I really? Saw, I saw Jurassic World there. Um, uh, a long time ago. Yeah, right? two years two years ago. Oh, right? no, Interstellar. I got confused. Lost One World of those space seen. movies. Either Gravity or Interstellar. I yes. saw there. It was great. And um, don't go breaking the gear over there. Don't go breaking the gear. I got the spring stuck in there. They made the noise. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, that, I saw Jurassic World in 3D on that IMAX screen at the Opry Mills Mall yeah, in Nashville. That's and awesome. it was incredible. It was so good. It was almost, it had to have been like a third bigger than the one at the, at the IMAX screen at Newport. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, like I sat second row all the way to the left and felt perfectly fine. Yeah. And, and if it, you're going to be there anyways. Bit, wasn't it? It's like really yeah, ultra oh yeah, wide screen curved a little bit. Super curved. Yeah. Um, if you're going down, checking out. Stop by our boys at Aquarium. Ba-ba. Great food. Yeah, aquarium. Better scenery. <laughs> um, I know that restaurant. I've never been there, but I know it. Um, yeah, but it's not like an Omnimax screen. Like, oh, okay. not like the museum center. I saw, did I tell you guys I saw Superman Returns in 2006 on an Omnimax dome? No. In Pittsburgh? You never even told me you saw it. I didn't? Yeah, he did. He talked about how you saw it not too long ago and liked it. Superman Returns. Uh, the Brandon Routh version of Superman, which I think is actually very underrated. I enjoyed it. Um, I rewatched it last year, not long after I saw Batman versus Superman, because I was like, man, I just want some fun <laughs> Superman in my yeah. life. And um, I was too lazy to go back and rewatch like the Richard Donner one, which is also very good. Um, 
Is it? I mean, well, the first two. Well, the of. first one's good. Yeah. Um, but I have like I had like a DVD of Superman Returns handy, so I just popped it in, and um, yeah, really underrated. But uh, yeah, I saw that uh at the Carnegie Science Center in Pittsburgh with my cousins huh. back in the day, and that was that was two thousand six or seven, two thousand six, yeah, uh, eleven years ago. Wow, wow. that's crazy. And uh, I'm old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did a podcast about. The summer summer movies of 2007. Yep. Uh, highly recommend going back and listening. That was to that a fun episode. one. I like that. That was one. fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I just saw. I was just scrolling through a couple of headlines, like, and everything's pretty much Phil Lord, Chris Miller, Ron Howard. Uh. I did see. Uh, that there's a Downton Abbey movie in the works. Downtown Abbey. Downtown Abbey movie aims for 2018. I dated two different girls that get so mad when I call it Downtown Abbey. <laughs> and I just do it because I, I didn't like watching it. Um, I'm sure that'll probably be an Esquire limited release. I doubt that'll be, that'll be like a big blockbuster thing. Um, but I could be wrong, you know. Uh, what else we got here? Michael Beach joins the cast of Aquaman. Michael um, Beach that's pretty much joins it. Aquaman. How are we just walking over this one? His last name is Beach. Michael ben. Beach. Yeah. You're not getting Oh, these. I get it. Okay. <laughs> You're funny. They're funny. Warner Brothers is funny. I'm gonna look it up. This guy, he better look like a beach. He looks like Al Roker for the uh, limited edition podcast. My new goal in life is to go to a Stan Lee question thing. Yeah, don't worry, it's gonna tie in, <laughs> and get up there and just legit be like, "Where'd you come up with the idea of Aquaman?" Oh no, and just see how quickly well, he could, he would I be get, like, like, "Well, you mean Namor the Submariner?" <sighs> Is that like, the Marvel version? Okay. He'd, be, he'd be like, well, one day I was eating fish. <laughs> I don't I don't want to say this just because of his ethnicity, but is this Michael Beach playing Black Manta? I, just, I don't know. I have no idea. Probably. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. I mean, because in the, in the comics, he is an African-American, this guy. It's true. Was he from America before you say that? Yes. Uh, yeah. He, well, no, no. It says, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II is playing Black Manta. Oh, okay. He's a good actor. I like that guy. Very familiar with it. Really. No, you're not. Dolph, Dolph Lundgren's in this movie. Apparently. No, I bet you he's. No, I was gonna say it's his dad. No, it doesn't look like. Uh, it might Jason. be though. I could see Dolph Lundgren doing being Jason Arthur, Momoa's Arthur dad. Curry. I could see him being like an older Arthur Curry though. Hmm. Have you played Injustice Two? No, I have not. The Arthur Curry in that game looks like a young Dolph Lundgren. Dude, I should just buy that game. What it's a great doing? game. It's a fighting game, but it's a great game. The storyline in the first one was great. That's what's like making me on the fence. But it's mm-hmm. a fighting game, and I'd like fighting games, but I don't like paying full price for fighting games. It's got a, it's got like an RPG gear leveling system that you huh. can like customize or a customization system. You can re-roll stats and stuff. Like it's actually super deep. Huh. Um, and there's a lot of content even just in the base game. I bought the ultimate version just because it was a weak moment in my life. <laughs> Still paying for that one. <laughs> But, um, and I was like, well, I want all the characters. Yeah. And so, I think they just released Red Hood. Red Hood. The DLC, the first yeah. DLC character. And then Sub-Zero's coming. It's cool. Sub-Zero's coming. I think Mr. Freeze is coming at some point. Yeah, he's going to be like an alternate costume for Mr. Cold, right? Or Captain Cold. Is he? Yeah, I think he's just alternate. I know Captain Cold. I think most of the Legends of Tomorrow are base fighters yeah. in it. I think Captain, yeah, he's just the alternate costume for Captain Cold. But different voice and stuff. Yeah. Um, cause they got Black Canary, they got Captain Cold, they got, uh, I know that, was Firestorm in that, or is he part of the Teen Titans? Uh, he was part of Teen Titans, but he's also in Legends Tomorrow, the CW show. Oh, he is? Yeah. And then Blue Beetle is also in Teen Ultimate. Titans. Yeah. 
but he's not in Legends tomorrow. He's not. They they've mentioned. Cole. Him. I think I think uh, the Adam is going to be another DLC character because there's like you can see, like if you if you were to have the Injustice Two video game right now, there are silhouettes of like the characters that are yeah, to come. and not all the characters. So I think they got nine coming, and I think there's like maybe three or four silhouettes that are there, and um, one of them is like a tiny, teeny tiny character. Oh, everybody's like they're bringing the Adam to Injustice Two. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's like it's. Is it Ant-Man? It's like, no, it's nope. the DC version of Ant-Man. Pretty close. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot to unpack this week, guys. I'm, I know that, uh, it's been a while and we're still, you know, everybody's working, everybody's busy. Dan, I'm glad you finished your move or you moved in. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, Dan's moved in. I can speak for him. Home living area, yes. Are you guys done with all your track meets and stuff? Um, for the, for the high school, for correct? Summer? Yeah, yeah. I've got two more for myself. Well, good right, right now. Might add some more. Mm, yeah. Might not. You never know. Do you ever, what happened to pole vaulting? Um, did fantastic. Finished. Um, both guy and girl finished eighth in good. the state. Nice. Um, and I got invited to a pole vault party in Louisville. How about that? Coming and up. How about soon that? In a couple weeks. How Next about week, that? actually, yeah. Pole vault party. Eight days from now, I know. Crazy. I heard right? people get high at this. Oh, <laughs> there's like a live DJ and like open bar and stuff. I'm like, that sounds like a terrible idea. Let's do this. I'm gonna be in Louisville in eight days. <gasps> My you best guys, friend's getting married. You guys should party uh, together. At the pole vault party. I might might be. There we go. Um. Also, before yeah. we go, I should have. This has been the elephant in the room that's been sitting here that I've been collecting. <laughs> talk about. Uh, Dan has uh, bequeathed to me a. Uh, a Guatemalan uh, pirated DVD of uh, Mama, Mama, the Mama. horror movie starring Jessica Chastain. The horror movie that is a great example of if a demon wants your kid, just give it to him. Not worth it. Moral of the story. Worse than that one because it's not even their kids. It's like this just nephews or nieces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the one dude's nephew or nieces. Nieces, yeah. yeah. Like just give it to him, you know. Mama, Mama. <laughs> All right, thank you for joining me tonight, gentlemen. Oh, no, I think it's fun. time to wrap the show up. Probably. In the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. <laughs> <laughs>